recording yeah last night when i was recording the gameplay i muted it so my i wouldn't pick up my voice while i was sitting there quietly playing that boss rush mode that you will see in the background playing so hello everybody welcome and yeah my intro i was explaining how i don't count down anymore as much i just kind of go because youtube picks up the countdown for whatever reason who knows? Because they, they record like before, whatever the signal is, or there's a lag time that gets sent from OBS, so they're still get, catching everything that's being outputted. So welcome to another wonderful week of Zombros action. John, J, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm here back for a podcast after a week hiatus. Oof. I jumped into the call today, and I said to Reed, I'm like, how long has it been since we did a show? And he's like, two weeks. And I I'm thought, like, thought And I'm like, that's not right. Right? It's got to be less um it so then we verified long. and it's been a week off since sombros and oh have i missed the people <laughs> it felt I, so I, long I hope you guys i hope you yeah for some reason it felt like it was a longer break but i guess it wasn't um but i hope you guys are glad we're back me too um and didn't miss us too much oh uh, definitely or no not. i hope you i hope you missed us a lot i hope it was unbearable i hope you suffer <laughs> there we go all right, I believe everything's I guess up and so running. For audience and brand building, you want people to miss your show. Yeah, you want them not to be able to exist without uh, your, your your product. I can't live without my weekly dose of Zombros. Got that's that's when you know you've built a good brand. Well, I was who was it recently? The 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 Kardashian family had something was on. My I like found its way onto the um, news channel. It was on a commercial in between news right after news ends and then like Entertainment Tonight goes on. My mom loves that stuff. And I was just so amazed how this family is so talented at making them just their existence marketable. Just, it's uh, amazing. Spotlight forever. I know. They don't, they don't, like, it's been 15 minutes that just has extended and extended. I, it's unbelievable from their, their dad's court case to just... It's a, it's a talent. Absolutely. Like, as much as you might dislike whatever their content is, and I certainly don't watch any of it, so I don't have an opinion on it, but my gosh, are they master marketers. It's a talent, and I also think there's a savviness that mm-hmm. gets underappreciated by them. Mm-hmm. Or not by them, but by the audience. Because, like, just based on their content, you don't, like, you wouldn't watch, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians and think, wow, these people are really savvy in their uh, social media marketing ability. Yes. No, they are. You know what? Same person, uh, Logan, uh, Jake Paul, I believe was the same way where they have, I I forgot. I forgot to put this in the show notes. I wanted to talk about the fight last night. Oh, that happened. I didn't even know. I oh. forgot. It was this Sunday. I didn't hear anything yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. So I didn't. Uh, so okay. So before we get into the boss rush mode, I want to talk about Logan Paul versus KSI, which oh. is something originally I didn't think I wanted to talk about. I didn't even care two days ago. Um, I want to look. Okay. You, you tell me the result because I don't. I'll get my live reaction here because uh, I don't know do you, what do happened. You want me to t- yeah, uh, I'm not gonna watch it. KSI won by a controversial split decision. Oh no! Uh, so so here's here here's my little background into it. I had no intention of watching. I also didn't care. Uh-huh. Like I saw KSI and Logan Paul had been, uh, I guess, making a few like hype videos. Sure. Like Logan Paul had made. He's like, this is my final remark to KSI. Blah blah blah. You know, like they hate each other. Yeah, yeah, classic, um, classic. And then so so last night, me and my me and my roommates were gonna go out to a party, and uh, I was pretty tired, so I was taking like a nap or so before um, 
before we were going to start to like get dressed and get ready to go out. Mm-hmm. And so um, I overhear my roommate who is into like combat sports like boxing and mm-hmm. MMA talking about it. Sure. And he was explaining to my other roommates that like this isn't just like two YouTubers having a fight. Yeah. Like this is an actual boxing event where like they have actual fighters. Yep. And like championship fights in the prelim. Yep. And the main event is Logan Paul and KSI. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about like, that. Like this isn't this isn't just two YouTubers like getting like renting out an arena and doing a fight like like yep. For some people, they had actual title fights there. Yes. Yes. Uh, so for him, that was that was kind of his draw into it, um, which I think really says something about how far YouTube has come. Absolutely. Like, I, th- I think I think what had happened was, and I didn't watch the first fight, mm-hmm. that the first fight was so successful mm-hmm. that I think actual people in the world of boxing were like, okay, this is actually something we need to take seriously mm-hmm. and uh, start. Um, like maybe actually consider working with and that's probably how fight number two came about i don't know the whole story sure i, um, I think that's fair also, conjecture there also was a uh, there was another there was a vlogger who was fighting as well mm-hmm. and i guess this vlogger had done a couple uh fights before i'm not sure if this was his first professional fight but he has some boxing experience mm-hmm. um and he ended up winning his fight pretty convincingly okay like i thought he was going to just like be a scrub out there mm-hmm. i don't know shit boxing but no this guy like even my roommate and he was like no he is clearly the better fighter in this situation cool which was really surprising to see out of a youtuber um, yeah but i'm not sure if this guy's an athlete or what his content's like apparently he makes vlogs with his girlfriend um <laughs> after the after the event he mm-hmm. uh proposed to his girlfriend oh like, stage after the fight sure and i'm watching that moment and i'm like i can't tell if this is genius marketing because now this is going to make headlines everywhere yeah <laughs> it's like actually part of the cynic in me was like I see what you're doing here. <laughs> well, yep. like, good for them. Uh, she said, yes, I'm sure they'll be very happy together, mm-hmm. uh, but very genius marketing. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's just any- the evolution of all this. Think about all the new boxing fans they are going to be able to bring in. I think there yeah. is a, how would I say, an understanding that is starting to come around because there's now been about 10 years of children growing up through middle school, elementary school, and high school saying, I want to be a YouTuber and understanding influencers are a new gen celebrity, not a replacement for celebrities. Celebrities are still celebrities, but there is definitely a large market that value influencers more than celebrities. Um, not a bigger market, not a greater market, but there is a market that really sees influencers. This is their TV now. YouTube is their version of cable that our parents used to watch and used to care about. These people that we don't know about, like you, they'll say some TV host or TV show you've never heard about um, is the equivalent of a YouTube channel or a YouTube series you might have heard in this day and age. It's fascinating to see how that has been updating through the years. And to, to also come back a little bit to the marketing thing we were talking about, uh, it's would be foolish for boxing, which has had a huge decline, which used to be massive when my parents were young. It used to be the yeah. premier sport uh, to not try and dip into these other markets with these other people to become popular oh, I think, again. I think it's a smart, it's a smart, it's definitely a smart move by boxing. Mm-hmm. In the sense of getting a younger audience. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's absolutely like in other sports that have kind of been on the decline, say like a baseball and a, uh, 
and a and say NASCAR mm-hmm. might actually want to look at this and say, how can we start to incorporate some of the, obviously you can't take a YouTuber and just throw him into major league baseball. And yes. set him to fix your ratings <laughs> yeah. But like baseball has been on the decline for years. Yep. NASCAR has been on the decline for a while. Like these mm-hmm. are sports that aren't reaching the youngest generations. They have some of the oldest uh, viewers in sports. Yep. Um, like, and there's, and like, so there's a reason the NBA is doing really well right now. It's because they found a really great way to market their stars. Mm-hmm. And this is something that our sports are struggling with and maybe bringing in influencers is a way to do so. Mm-hmm. And originally too, I wanted to uh, add to that is there was a whole page that I believe the Paul brothers sold their marketing behavior. When we were talking about the Kardashians earlier, they are brilliant at like they they're outwardly their content is garbage to me the pauls i totally dislike it i think this stuff is so uh, unentertaining and it's a lot of that youtube shock value i even david dobrik um everyone said he was like a genius on youtube in which he is he's clearly very successful but i, I started watching his content maybe a month ago I, I just watched uh six or seven videos in a row i'm like oh god i don't enjoy this whatsoever this is this is what this guy's about. These are the videos he makes. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Um, but they're they might be really, really dumb, just like other celebrities have these, like they'll have a scientific opinion, and you're like, what are you talking about? You have no knowledge about this, but they're experts at marketing and leverage and manipulating their communities and trying their best to make a sale. They're great salespeople. So I, th- I think that's something that shouldn't be lost on the, the future of YouTube. And this is a great death right there on screen. Yep. Death machine couldn't jump that gap. But in the, in the in, in our world, it's something to keep out, uh, keep an eye out on. And speaking of the industry, uh, YouTube updated its term and service. Did you hear about that? No. Um, this is something that I, I got. I got. I got notifications, but I didn't read it. Yeah, I got like five from all these different accounts. But it, I even I tried I, to I read saw, it. I, I got. I see them in my email. I'm like, we got to turn the service, and I'm like, I don't. Really it's so dense. But there's a couple things. Um, with the first things like the major thing doesn't affect us, which is nice. That kid friendly content, uh, is now you they violate YouTube had us settle a lawsuit they violated a 1998 law that said any kid under 13 years old you have to protect their data period that you can't you can't sell that data it's private data without written consent so they were doing targeted ads and targeted ads violates that law and violates their privacy so any channel that has targeted ads towards uh 13 or under children uh now is going to lose the right to have targeted ads, which will be a dip anywhere from 60 to 90% of ad revenue based on targeted ad revenue. Um, the next step of that, too, is the fact that for every violation, the YouTube channel could be liable and the owners could be liable for $42,000 worth of uh, fines. So that easily is enough just to cripple a channel. You have like Ryan's toy reviews. If they violate that, they're looking at millions of dollars in damages. If if that goes through and YouTube doesn't clarify their statements and the accountability and with this law and the FTC settlement already went through, it's super, super edgy and complicated. And there's going to be a ton of growing pain. So that's something to keep an eye out for. The other thing that was just sent to me by uh, one of my good friends, Hunter, I'm going to get it up. The boxes are going to get messed up. Give me a moment. I'll fix the boxes. I'm fixing them right now. Everything's okay. Um, you should know. Oh, I'm going to mess them up again because I'm going to send John a, a link here, and then I'm going to come back down. The boxes should be fine now. Uh, you, the new term of service has terminations by YouTube for service changes. YouTube may terminate your access or your Google accounts access to all or part of the services if YouTube believes 
believes in its sole discretion that provision of the service to you is no longer commercially viable. So YouTube is now holding the right to just, just completely get rid of your account if you're not commercially viable. Here's what I think is going on here. Um, yeah, tell me. I think this is like channels that have really gone off the deep end. Yeah. Not even gone off the deep end so much as just like... Um, this is this is so so there's there's two sides of this sure one this is a slippery slope but i'll get to that in a moment mm -hmm. but it's it's channels that like have become an active problem so for example logan paul uploads another video of him in a suicide forest yes suddenly you could you could very easily make the argument this is not commercially viable yep we're going to delete your channel and this is a way of being able to cover their butts to basically say we're holding absolute power to do so which yep. i think youtube is in its right to do sure um the worry is that um this could become a little bit of a slippery slope where it's like maybe maybe things that they just don't like mm -hmm. or maybe things that aren't fashionable yep so like like so let's just say like conservative content like sure be commercially viable sure that could be taken down like regard and regardless of your political views mm -hmm. i don't think that's fair to be able to do that mm -hmm. um so I could see a slippery slope there, but I don't. I think that's less of an issue, and more so. I actually, I don't have a problem with this. I think it's more YouTube just covering their butt. Sure, and I'm, I'm curious, but you know, I know I'm gonna see it on Twitter, Twitter trending, or on the Philip DeFranco show. They're gonna be talking about this one case where this individual got screwed because they said, you know, they cursed or they did something that wasn't commercially viable, and they just happened to get a a manual yeah. review that totally screws the pooch on it and totally misses the ball. I think though, like um, YouTubers though that are, have like an established audience, though they can go mm. through back channels within YouTube and yeah. you actually get answers from actual people and sort it out. Mm -hmm. Like for example, uh, CGB Gray accidentally got his channel. I saw that. That was crazy because um, he got mixed up with. I, I think I think what had happened internally was uh, as they were going through the verification reshuffling. Yep. Accidentally thought his second channel was his main channel, and his main channel was an imposter. <laughs> and, um, and so he was able to get that sorted within, like, I think a day. Mm -hmm. And when I, when you reach a certain size, I think that can happen. You know, like yeah. you have contacts within YouTube. Well, that's what there's this one guy that's a family channel, like a family vlog channel, who's a lawyer who's already gone down to I forget where they, they cited it from. But it's one of those meetings. He talked with FTC people to let them under try and explain to him like this isn't OK. Uh, what you're doing to smaller channels is they're not going to have that avenue. Basically, if you take away 60 to 90 percent of our revenue based on targeted ads towards kids, we, we got to find a better supplement here You because you guys did a blank blanket uh law that didn't really have an understanding for what it does so i think that's great that it's going to evolve that way and hopefully those people sadly that it affects and eventually potentially affect us but they're pushing the envelope to try and be like all right let's try and uh talk about this let's try and figure this out because i mean think about all the fortnite channels that's kid friendly right and so if you have targeted ads for fortnite channels that will crush the gaming industry i mean gaming is such a massive part of youtube yeah I think uh I wanna, yeah go ahead. I want to I want to get back to the boxing if we can. Yeah yeah I, sure. No, I, I'm fine. Fun, There's more. There's a lot of cool stuff fun, about that. I had a fun topic that popped into my head last night Okay. I want to throw on you. Sure. Uh but before we get to that, I want to just wrap up on KSI versus Logan Paul. Please. Um so 
so later so we watched so as we were like getting ready to go we were watching a lot of the prelim fights and stuff like that and a yeah. little bit of the main event um and then later in the night as we actually were at the party we watched a little bit of it on my friend's phone of the logan paul ksi fight mm -hmm. very clear they're both amateurs yeah um and I don't know much about boxing, but I was able to see that. Like, mm. neither of them were guarding themselves much during the fight. They had their hands down. Oh. Um, but I almost found it more entertaining. Oh. Interestingly enough. Well, WWE um, wants a phone call. <laughs> yeah. So I, I found it more entertaining, actually, to see kind of two amateurs fight mm -hmm. than maybe two professionals. Like, sure. Especially because they're only going six rounds and, like, other fights are, like, 12 rounds. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, this takes forever. Mm -hmm. Like, get to the end. Um. So, so we didn't watch much of the fight, uh, and I didn't see how it ended, but KSI won apparently off of a controversial split decision. This got me thinking, though. Yeah. Let's say we had a zombie YouTuber boxing event. Oh, God. <laughs> I've already set up the card. Okay. I want, you to I want you to predict your winners. All right, sure. First fight on the card, it's between the Zombros. Okay. Me versus you. Who wins in a boxing match? I'm saying you. I, I, I don't. How tall are you? You're taller than me, so that's alone to me. You're gonna have a larger reach. I haven't worked out I'm, I'm consistently in forever. I'm five ten. I, I think I've got. The, I've absolutely got the cardio on you. Yeah. Oh, dude, I haven't. I haven't lifted in like three years. Besides, like occasional once a week stuff every now and then for a couple months or going hard for one month. I'm so out of shape. If we're doing it today, no contest. No contest. Yeah. You see a slaughter, Johnny J, bringing me could, down. Do you think you could? Do you think you could take a punch in a boxing match? Oof. From who? Mike Tyson from would me. break my neck. For me. For me. Just or any amateur. Yeah, probably. I think I could take it from an well, you know, that's tough. Any amateur. I mean, you could get see, amateurs that are very, very strong. See, I once did I once did with my friends, we had like a we had like a mini boxing night. Mm -hmm. So it's probably not our smartest idea, mm -hmm. but it was fun anyway. Um and we like we had tried it out, like we'd gotten like headgear and gloves and yeah. everything. Um I found it wasn't the first hit that hurt. Yeah. Second hit. Huh. It's so it's and Boxing, people who actually know boxing can talk way more on this but me. But just me, like, just like, just like for fun boxing with my friends, we tried yep. it. Where it was like, so you take the first hit. Yeah. And it really isn't that bad. But it's as like you're, as you're like in recovery from the first hit, the quick second hit. Yeah. That really makes you real. Uh, I wonder if that's like a reality check. You know, your body kicks in normally when you get hit in real life and you're like, yeah, it's yeah. not a big deal. And then the second yeah, one goes, it's, it's, and you're I, like, I think it's like it's it's like so the first hit you kind of have your guard up a little bit, yeah. And as soon as the second, like the second one, like you're trying to recover from the first, but you can't now because the second one's coming in. I found interestingly the second hits what hurts, not hurts more, but rattles you more. Well, um, I I have no background on that you gave me three months to prepare. I'd make it close. <laughs> I'd make it a real fight, but not today. Next, next fight on the card. Yeah, it's a battle between between. Uh, ex-lovers uh <laughs> boyfriend versus girlfriend oh mr t lexified yep. versus jc back I, yep i knew that yep but... who do you who do you take in the fight oh lex he's taller and bigger are you kidding me definitely i lex has got it all i mean he's got the height advantage he's got the the weight advantage the strength advantage you know jc he's he's fine and all but there's no beating him i mean i feel like lex is strong-armed jc and times i've been at like z house and stuff with them or he's just been like manhandling jc on the couch i'm just like i'm uncomfortable <laughs> next fight um this pairing i've put together purely based off of height okay 
I thought, what could be a fair fight? Um, so I wanted to find an opponent for Milo. Yes. Um, and I don't want to put my, uh, from what I remember, I don't remember Milo being super tall. Somebody no, can correct me. He's not. But uh, so let's do Milo versus Matt. <laughs> Who wins? I think this oh. one might be a fair fight. But I I, 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 I think Matt's in shape, and I don't yeah. know how in shape Milo is. I'm going to assume he is because he looks like fittish. I'm gonna pick Matt because I know he worked out and he did sports in college and probably still sticks to that a bit. But I, I also know Milo was drinking like astronaut drinks for like a month to make sure he could do like 18 hours of work a day. So I feel like Matt has got spoiled with the uh, with the nutrients and the time off from work that he would have the the leg up on Milo. <laughs> All right, next fight. Now it's the zombie lanky boys. Oh, Liam. all members of the zombies community. Okay, Liam versus Pat. Oh man, I see Liam slapping a lot. If he, I know it's boxing, but I think so. So Liam's the taller. Liam's the taller person. Yeah, I think he is. But I also feel like in videos he seemed pretty like skinny. He is. Whereas, like, I think I've only seen Pat in person once, but I remember him being tall, but yep. not like not like a stick like tall but like no he, he, out, yeah he yeah I and mean, i know he works out too i remember he's talked about that in the past mm -hmm. on podcasts i've been on with him so. i think i go pat i think i go pat as well but i also don't want to underestimate liam's ability to keep him at bay i feel like he's got like half an inch or maybe more no more yeah than well that. that's like he's thing. got it's reach like, man Pat's Pat's fitter, I think. Yeah, maybe, or at least um, he's got. This is this is just my impression of people based off what I see in videos and the few times I've met them in person. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. If Liam's out there, if Liam's at home right now watching this, like he doesn't know, he I'm at the gym every day. I'm a beefcake he bodybuilder. Would, he would never watch this, but I also would love a response from Liam, just being I, like, he, "You it, say what?" <laughs> And then, like, I'm a beefcake. This this could be a whole chain of videos of him getting in shape to box Pat. That would be well, amazing. If we, if we get this, if if this happens, one we're making millions of dollars. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, please. Okay, but so so it's like I think Pat's Pat's the fitter person. Sure. So he'll probably have the cardio and the stamina. Okay. But Liam can keep him at bay. Big he's time. He's got them arms, man. So it's like I'm telling you, Pat get. Pat's got to be able to break in, but will Liam let him break in? There it is. I don't know. There's the fight. There's the card right there. That's, that might be the tougher one to decide. Um, but I could also see it being a complete blowout, too. Yeah. That one either, like, goes to, like, final decision or or is, like... One round. Knockout. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last fight. John versus Pizza. Pizza. You think Pizza? Yeah, I think Pizza wins. I, I think pizza's got all them pizza on his side i think yeah, he can take he's got it the pizza power he's got pizza power man and you know john doesn't he doesn't seem like a fighter to me john just john's not a fighter he, he, a lover. yeah i'm telling you john just you know he's here man he's hanging out he's here to have a good time he's like well, what's with all the confrontation guys let's ease up here <laughs> i'd be curious to know what you guys think in yeah the, uh, in the chat um and if you have any other uh fight matchups be sure to leave them in the chat or in the topic time. Because I thought I was thinking about this yeah. in my head. I'm like, as I was like, as I'm watching the fight and I hear my roommate talking, I'm like, what if we did a zombies boxing card? Like, what would that look like? Who would win? Oh, well, he's not a part fight? of it anymore, but I'd take Quinn in any fight he's in. Quinn's a motherfucker. He would, he would fight. I oh think, my yeah, God. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to fight Quinn. I would never bet against match, Quinn. I think, I think Quinn and I. <sighs> 
here's the thing. I think Quinn and I actually, if we were to fight, that's a better card. We would, match, we would match up well in terms of size. Yeah. Because I think we're roughly the same height and similar builds. Mm -hmm. I might be a little like bigger in terms of like I might be a little fatter than him. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think we might uh match up well. But I just think Quinn <sighs> would go into like fight or flight mode, dude. And I wouldn't be able to match the energy. No way. Like he'd be too intense. One hundred percent. He'd never quit. He'd never quit. You'd have to like literally like, knock him out. <laughs> Someone's saying I'm just a runner, and from my understanding of boxing, cardio is a huge part. It is. Like, so my, my roommate was explaining it to me, who knows, like, uh, like I guess, what's the word for this genre of sports? Combative sports? Or there's a word, I just forget it. I feel sure. like I used it earlier in the show. Uh, but the world of, like, fighting. Sure. Um, like, Manny Pacquiao apparently runs nine miles a day at, like, a six-minute pace. Cardio is apparently a huge part of... Uh, it makes oh, sense. Fighting. It's all about endurance inside the the boxing ring and in com mm -hmm. combat sports, martial sports, martial. It's probably martial sports, maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but with that said, um, I, I think people underestimate your strength as well. Because when we did COD XP and the sumo shit, holy shit. Oh, dude, I, I was hey, good at that you, you beat the shit out of everybody, man. I think I beat, I forget who I beat. I, I know you, I, you beat I, me. I beat That's for God. sure. I beat you. Yeah. Um, I feel like I was undefeated at that. To a point. Um, yeah. I think you went against Greg at one point, too, didn't you? And you guys couldn't I get was, each other down and you ran out of time. That might have. Yeah. Because I remember you sweating uh, one time where you were like, God, I almost had him. And I was so past it at that point. <laughs> yeah. I was I was, I was. was surprisingly good at that. That was the OG zombie YouTuber boxing event right yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Blundell versus Zelensky. Syndicate versus Noah. See, I yeah. don't know who matches up against Noah. Well, I was... I was having the reason Noah. The reason I didn't put Noah in the card was I wasn't sure who to match him up against. Um, like Noah, Noah, I remember being pretty tall. He is. He's uh, tall and pretty strong. Like he's tall and he's pretty built. Yeah. Uh, but it's like I, I thought maybe John or Pizza. Nah, but too I, short. I kind of wanted to stick Pizza and John together as mm -hmm. like the, the the UK guys. You <laughs> the know? UK card. Like like yeah like which which one is the better UK fighter? Yeah. Um, and I think I think pizza and john would take milo so i didn't want to match them up mm -hmm. um uh turbo versus jack the bus or uh, <laughs> yep or um you know what tim and uh tim and crazy rabbit do a lot of videos oh yeah 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 that'd be a good matchup noah's six five jesus is he no what is no he? someone just said that i don't know i don't think so like it, and so he's tall yeah, though he's noah, taller than everybody to be fair but he's not noah and pat Pat's tall. Yeah. Somebody in the chat said Pat's 6'2". Yeah. Three there, inches is a lot, though. I believe Noah was taller than Pat when they were together, though. So I think he does have a little height on him. But he's not like Dr. Disrespect tall. He's a freak, Dr. Disrespect, how tall he is. And, and in terms mm -hmm. of like the gaming community. Also, I want to read the donation because it's topical right now. Ricky Hall donates, hearing these zombie boxing battles is the most interesting zombies discussion I've heard all year. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't, this idea popped into my head. I'm like... This would make for a great podcast topic. Yeah. Rizzo versus Reed. I, I I don't think Rizzo would have any interest in uh, boxing. How big is Rizzo? Um, you, you, did you meet him in real life? Did you meet him at an event or no? Oh, if you I didn't did, show up. You didn't. Remember. Actually, I don't think you showed up to the uh, the no, real event. Yeah. So yeah, no. he was chill, but he's he doesn't mailbox versus Chucky. That might actually work in terms of size. Oh, mailbox would get him though. I know Chucky likes. I mean, maybe he's put on some weight, but. Jack is man. Come on. 
that dude lives yeah, jack looks jack looks pretty fit he's fit man that's that was like a priority when i last saw him <laughs> was working out oh uh, is he um, yeah yeah he'll win that then guns for hire versus uh, it's, meat it's tough with some uh, it was tough another tough part like somebody said how about cod zombies hq yeah the problem with some people is I have no idea how big they are. <laughs> well, I, I I met most of them at the reveal know. event. He's pretty tall. He'd be a good matchup height and wise for Noah, but I still think Noah's a little it's, taller. It's, I don't have a good matchup it's, it's, for Noah. The problem is when you're doing matchups, it's not just height. Yeah. But it's also width. Yeah. He's um, he's pretty width. So he's like, got a width on him too. It's like Liam and Liam and Noah might be um a good matchup in terms of height. Yeah. But Liam looks pretty lanky in videos, mm -hmm. whereas Noah doesn't. Mm -hmm. So, like, I, I think it'd be a mismatch, a mismatch, uh, mismatch there. Who's the most fit zombie YouTuber? Um, I'm gonna throw it out there and say I can beat every zombie YouTuber in a distance run. I agree with that right now. <laughs> Knows, all right. Every zombie YouTuber lineup, we're yeah. gonna just do a run. First one, last one to stop wins. Yeah, you. Would, I think I'd take that. I do think you would right now. C versus relaxing C, end. I like that one. That's a good one. I feel like the two of them wouldn't box. They'd just do something in the middle of the ring, or like they have to turn into some sort of like speed running or talent competition. It would. It wouldn't turn violent. Who would be a good? Who would be a good matchup for lagging? Lagan, I remember looking strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lagan could go against Zombie HQ, but I think Zombie HQ might be a little taller than him. Lagan's a normal dude, man. He could he could definitely go. Yeah. Someone said Turbo versus Chicken Parm. <laughs> oh, Drifter. Drifter's tall as shit. Drifter would be another one, even though he's not really zombies. He dips his toe in every now and then. If we go extended here's community what, here. Here's, here's a money-making idea. Uh, Z House versus Boogie Boys. Yeah. I think the Z House wins hand handedly. <laughs> well, Lex has to fight himself. I feel like that's an entertaining card. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah Lex, <laughs> let's, let, 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 but if you, if you compare the Z House versus the Boogie Boys, like you said, I guess Jack's pretty Jack's pretty into, I guess, like staying fit. Yeah. Um, From last I knew. All I right. feel like I, I feel like Pat has mentioned working out. Yes. Before. I mean, he's got his G fuel, so loves his protein powder. Yeah. Um, Matt, Matt as well. I know Matt mm -hmm. does. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Z house is the fitter of the two groups. I think so. Single handedly win that box. Really handedly win that boxing match. Lex has to like, Lex just has to leave. He's like, why hit yourself? <laughs> It would just be a normal Lex video, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. All right, should we get to the actual meat and potatoes of this episode? Yeah. Yeah, this was great, though. Um, So we still got to do our Patreon updates in the intros. Oh, God, we, we haven't we, even done that. Yeah, so we apologize for the tangents, but those were interesting topics, and I really don't apologize. That's more interesting podcast talking about really cool stuff, and maybe you learned something. That's, that's really the the uh idea and topic of my channel at this point now is just like hey maybe you learned something new maybe you didn't that's what we're doing now all right so go ahead john patreon updates patreon updates update number one uh we're reworking the patreon mm -hmm. um so here's here's the honest truth about it um we sometimes just don't have shit to talk about mm -hmm. like part of the reason we didn't do a show last week is because i kind of said to read i'm like there isn't that much to say and it'd just be us jumping on the show and talking about nonsense for an hour to two hours mm -hmm. and we don't think that makes for a good show and if there's not something to make a good show on 
then maybe it's just best we don't do an episode that week. Mm-hmm. And the way the Patreon is set up right now, it's a monthly thing, and you guys typically expect four episodes a month. So it's kind of like I would feel guilty if we charge people for a full slate of episodes in a month mm-hmm. and people don't get that slate of episodes. Mm-hmm. So we're reworking the Patreon right now. There'll probably be changes by the end of this month. They'll be set in stone. Um, but until then, uh, we're well, not until then, but just because like we didn't really deliver on any of the uh, perks in October and mm-hmm. we missed two shows, we're just going to refund October. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to wait until all the payments process. Uh, the way Patreon works is the money kind of slowly trickles in. Mm-hmm. I guess some banks are faster than others where it's like some people, their money comes in like the day after other people. It takes like a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly how that works. That's all back end banking details that are beyond me. But um, I think now that all the payments are processed, I'm just going to go in and refund everybody for October. In the meantime, we're reworking the Patreon so that way um, it kind of better suits how the structure of the show is going to go forward. Where it's like if we have an interesting topic or something fun to talk about, we're going to do the show. If not, you guys just unfortunately have to wait a week, but we think it'll be better for the overall quality of the show. And with the changes to the Patreon, also updates to the format of the show are coming. We're going to try to make the show less topical. So less about us saying like, oh, this is what's new in zombies and more like today we're going to talk about this boss rush mod because we think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to have on this uh, this custom mapper or this member of the community who's doing something really interesting because we think they'd be a fun conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what how the show's going to evolve over the next few months. So be patient. We appreciate it. Um, and yeah, also update two things. I've been really bad about getting Reed the shipping supplies for the cups, mm-hmm. and also Reed is kind of burnt out. I mean, you can you can mention this just having to ship what is like seven hundred plus posters. Yep, seven hundred uh, plus posters was just a lot. And then John sent me like a hundred mu- uh, things to ship when I wasn't even done doing yeah, the replacements. I so I, I sent seven hundred orders out, and then I still had like another. 10 to 30 replacements that I, I managed over the next two or three weeks after that as well. So then John's like, here's a hundred more things to send out. And I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> so, so we've been slow on the mugs. Part of it's my fault. A lot of it is also just, it's a lot on Reed's plate. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm going to make a point this week to make sure Reed has the shipping supplies and then hopefully they'll get out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, apologize. I'm being slow for that. But those are the uh, the Patreon updates. We appreciate everybody who's been patient with us, and hopefully the show will grow for the better over the next few months. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Right. Um, I have some personal updates. If you have tuned in, I started uploading again. Pardon me, more regularly. I have two new editors to announce. We're in a probation period. Give me a minute. Excuse me. Sorry. You think we've been talking for 30 minutes, and uh, I'd be clear to talk at this point. Uh, Chroma or Chroma Stone, I believe. Uh, if you've seen this stuff on Twitter or across the world, David Vonderhaar and many Treyarch employees like to retweet his awesome memes he does. I reached out to him quite a while ago and just was like, hey, do you have any interest in like editing videos? You're extremely talented. I'd be happy if you worked on the channel with me and we could, we could split things up uh, if you were that interested. And he agreed. And then we kind of, I didn't get around to him because I was still just overwhelmed by all the YouTube stuff and trying to figure out what I'm going to do with the channel moving forward. Uh, long story short, uh, he's still on and we have him as an editor as well as I reached out last week or about a two, uh, about 10 days ago, I was looking for a new editor and I wanted to have, cause I wasn't sure if he was still in on it, which he is, but spreading it across two people, I don't fall into the trap of, 
Hey, where's my video? Hey, I need a video. And one guy just getting dumped on with all the videos all the time. And then they're like, you know, a guy, maybe this isn't for me. I don't want to do this. Instead, we spread it off between two editors and then myself. I'm also editing stuff. And it makes the whole process a lot easier. And as you saw, we got an Overwatch video and a video talking about COD sales. And I was rusty as hell, man, in the videos, all right, to be fair. And they made me look amazing they made the videos very engaging and interesting and that's the type of content you can expect i believe to give everyone watching the show a preview i have uh the topics for this upcoming week i'd be happy to share um i will do that right quick because i shared that with some people uh so the video topics would be blizzard's poor apology and how how they went from being one of the most beloved uh, franchises. Oh, no, that's Blizzard's Poor Apology and their, how that killed the Hong Kong momentum. Modern Warfare's campaign and Spec Ops Review. Fallout 76 issues, I combine those two. Uh, Fallout 76 killed the love for Bethesda. How did, go, how did the company go from love to hate it in one year? And uh, will Modern Warfare get loot boxes? Black Ops 4 changing microtransactions after the season and what that tells us. Those are the general outlines for what's to come uh, for the videos that they're going to be editing and making. But that's like the idea and what we're going for. And I'm trying to be transparent because the channel is clearly changing. Did you lose any subs, John? Uh, I just had a day where I lost a thousand subs. Just gone for whatever reason. Did YouTube do something uh... or... I'm just gen. I probably didn't notice because I'm just generally bleeding subs because I haven't uploaded in like three weeks. Yeah, so, so th that's what I figured too. So all in one day, I got hit with a thousand subs. I'm like, that's kind of weird. Uh, but I'll check right now. Basically, I have two editors and myself, so technically three editors on the channel. I record a whole bunch before the week starts. I throw those topics off to those editors. Then when they make it into good videos, I give it my approval. I don't just go blind and upload it. I make sure I put my final touches on it. And then you guys have more videos and we're aiming for three to four videos a week. And plus Zombros when they come out. So you should have a lot of content and it should uh, uh, be able to, I don't know, see the channel transform into something more interesting. So that's the direction you can go. And uh, in case you're worried, like, I want more zombies, they probably, besides topical videos, I'm, I'm definitely not covering zombies like I did in the past. That's definitely a thing of the old. So if you need to unsubscribe, totally understandable. That's not going to be the, the majority of the content. So I wanted to let that happen. Though, with that said, I still have plans for, like, discussing what went wrong with Black Ops 4 and criticisms of the zombie mode. And if Zombies comes out in Black Ops 5, which is just a, less than a year away already, I mean, that stuff still, I'm going to be interested in talking about those things. Black Friday. So November 29th to December 13th, I have a poster sale. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, if you guys miss the original Ether poster sales, you can go get more of them during that time frame. I'm pretty sure this is probably going to be one of the last relevant times, unless BO5 brings back the Ether crew, which I don't think, that you'll be able to get these posters. So if you missed it, here's your opportunity. And uh, Ironsides will be ending their sponsorship with us, with me. If we can't renew and negotiate a new contract, I reach out to them. But at the very least, I have loved having Ironside as a sponsor, and I hope we can continue. But if not, this is going to be our last month sponsored by Ironside Computers. <sighs> Tragic. All right. 41 minutes in, John. Let's talk about now the we're topic. we're actually hitting the topic. <laughs> yep. It's been a good show, though. I'm, I have having fun. Ah, yeah, it's a good uh, show. So, bo Boss Rush Mod. Yes. Um disappointed disappointed i'll tell you why okay 
not what I thought it was going to be. Okay. What did you think? So it was when I, be? what were your expectations? I, my expectation. So when I first saw the mod, I had the expectation in my head of it being one boss fight after another in a gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I opened up the mod and I read it, I was disappointed. I'm like, oh, this just lets you jump straight into the boss fight. Gotcha. Um, which was fun in its own right. Mm-hmm. But what I really wanted, and I'm hoping somebody could find a way to do this, and it just might be too much, is to find a way to set up a mod where it's like you you complete the Shadows of Evil mm-hmm. boss, throws you right into the DE boss. Complete the DE boss, throws you right into the Zet, and so forth. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I quickly realized immediately that wasn't how this was going to work. Yep. Um, but it was still actually a lot of fun. And I found it really interesting to just jump around to the different boss fights. I mm-hmm. had actually a lot of fun doing it. It was the first time I'd revisited these boss fights in probably two years, ever since the last Easter eggs for charity. Sure. Um, and it was it was a good time. What did you think? Um, I adored it. I didn't have that. You know, that does sound really cool. I forgot uh, the boss rush modes. Because did did uh, IW do I it like that? To, I was trying. I was trying to figure that out in my head too as I was playing. I'm like, was it was it IW that had the boss rush mode? Because Smash it, Brothers is what you described. Where you yeah, just keep Smash getting the bosses. That. I mean, Smash that was Ult- the... I, and even before Ultimate, I believe there was another boss rush as well. Because I remember Ridley and the Pokemon with an R that's green were Quaza, maybe? Quaza, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember all that stuff, and you were fighting all them. So this, this has been around since, I think, even Brawl, Subspace Embassy. So these are all really uh, cool ideas. I didn't even think about it, because I can't imagine how difficult that would be loading things in. I was thinking... MW, uh, in IW where you just go into a room, get all your crap, and then you jump into the boss fight before a boss fight. Uh, I loved it. I absolutely adored it. I think it is one of the coolest things ever in the sense that you it allows you to learn. It allows you to challenge yourself. This is such a good... What did you do? What did you yeah. touch? What? Your microphone just, just did static. I okay, don't move. I, Everything's bad? It's fine now. Fine now, just okay. I think it's fine. Don't touch anything. That was weird. Um, um, I adored. Oh no, it's, it's we're, we're almost through it. We're okay. Um, I adored playing through that mode so much because you can choose to have a few perks, no perks. You can choose your yeah. difficulty basically, what weapons, your loadouts. It gives you full customization without having to run through the Easter egg steps, which I love. That well, that oh. was what I appreciated. It, it really when you just jump into a boss fight without actually doing the 40 minutes of Easter egg before it, it gives mm-hmm. you a new perspective on the boss fight. Yes. It also really, sh- really highlights the differences between boss fights as well. Absolutely. And I wish they did. We get a mod like this for BO4. Cause I think it would be cool to see yeah. it out of my anger. I'm always at by the time I get to a boss fight, whether it's through gauntlet or the actual Easter egg, I think it'd be so much more fun just to actually try and experience what the Easter egg is in the boss fight without having to go through all the hoops. Uh, Roland did suggest Little Robot. He's one of the top tier modders in our community. Has his own boss rush involving Sonic bosses previously for BO3. Works as a multiplayer mod. Interesting. Maybe, Maybe we'll put that on the show. Yeah, that, that might be a good idea and have JC on. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. that would be a cool idea. Um, but I also loved how beautiful it looks. I love the fact because IW had it all nice in the walls, and I always thought how cool it looks to have the lockers. But it, it even though it's just like a dev room, I love all the glows. It's like it's totally a Treyarch touch. Yeah. Oh my I gosh. Too. I liked 
I really appreciated spawning in and seeing like everything. Yes. I don't think I actually I don't oh. think Trek would do it like that. I I, think I don't Trek either. Would put a little bit of polish on it. Like Definitely have a little like they'd be on the wall or something. Sure. But there was still something cool about seeing like, every perk bottle lined up, every weapon, every, every little like ability upgrade. You yeah. know, like you had the Arnie's next to each other, and next to the Arnie's are the upgraded yeah. little Arnie's. It, and I'm like, well, I'm grabbing the upgraded ones. It was an um, awesome visual representation of the things that were all offered inside the map that show you yeah. just how much was in these maps. I loved I, I it. Partic- I particularly noticed that in GK. Yeah. Where, um, in GK, you have like you have the dragon on your arm. Mm-hmm. Forget you have one strikes. Other thing I'm forgetting. Strikes. You have the strike. You have the dragons. You Swords. Have, time uh, attacks. You yeah, have the you, helmets. Well, yeah, then I saw then I saw like all ten swords. Then you had the you had the gas mask. You yeah, had, or not the gas mask. I think it was helmet. Helmet. Gas mask set. Helmet. You had the helmet or and the then wings. You also, I think, had, had a claw, and then you had a wing. There were two different claw. Claw was de. Claw uh, was no, no. But I I know GK had two helmets. Valkyrie helmet the, and the Mangler helmet. Was, the Valkyrie mm-hmm. helmet. Yeah, the Valkyrie helmet, the regular helmet. You had the wings, which I I don't. What did the wings do? I forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they helped do? reduce fire damage from the dragon, I believe. Oh, uh, that's okay. maybe something else. Um, but yeah, it was really actually like it gave you a real sense of how many features are on this map when you see them all lined up. Oh, I loved it. I mean, the spider bite or spider bait yeah, Easter egg. I noticed that particularly with uh, Zet too. Yeah, Zet had a lot. These were. It was amazing to see these jumps, and then again to look at Bo Four. I look at it, and I'm just like, shit, man, we're. Where'd it go? They innovated and they made big risks, but in such strange places. Like they made jumps that we weren't necessarily looking for, which was fascinating. Mm. I mean, getting rid of basically map specific specialists really, really, I think was not the way to go. Cause it was awesome when you see the Skoldnian Sapwi or whatever specialist weapon was available inside the maps, the Ragnaroks or uh, the Gauntlet. It's so much livelihood. Even the monkey bomb upgrade. That was the first time I ever got the monkey bomb upgrade in GK. That yeah. was so cool. I forgot. I, I Honestly, I completely forgot there was a monkey bomb upgrade. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there's so, so much. There's so much in these maps that are packed in there. It's amazing. It, it really was. Yeah. The plunger showed up in DE. So I love the visual pre- uh, presentation of all of that. Uh, Zet was the only one I found bugs in, which was hilarious because like Zet was a buggy map on launch, and also it's a map full of bugs. But uh, the spider bait, when I did that, by as soon as it ends, apparently at the end of a spider bait, it automatically spawns a thrasher, and it one hit me. I was like, what the f- what? And then also, think- as it ends, you're not allowed to be in that room. It auto kills you if you're in Takio's room or the hallway without opening it properly. And I was insta killed every time I was trying to leave there, or shoot the the things from behind. Oh, I didn't, I didn't have that because once I once I ended that boss fight, I just left the game. Yeah. Oh, I tried um, to explore around because I thought that was a cool feature as well. Yeah, Even well, I, before you jump in the boss fight, all the doors I are did, open in I some places. With G, with GK, I was looking around because GK doesn't actually spawn you in the boss arena; it spawns you just outside. Like it does yep. the whole animation with uh, so with uh, Sophia. Yeah, which I think is still awesome how they do that. Mm-hmm. I was, I'll tell you, it was funny with the Zet one. Yep, I kind of forgot how easy. Yeah, that boss fight. Was. Just a timer. Just a timer. That boss fight is a joke. Like shoot the arms, yeah. survive. Um, compared to others, I was struggling in. Uh, I couldn't beat the Rev one. I you will see if we, I'm not sure if we'll get there in the gameplay actually, but Rev 
I did it like four or five times and finally said, screw it. I have to use keyboard and mouse. And that's how I finally beat it. Because I Why? the aiming, it's, what's that? Uh, yeah. The oh, aiming. aiming. The aiming was just, I couldn't do it. And you don't have access to weapon kits to have extended mag. So it was so mm -hmm. frustrating. And if you go down, and I, I didn't want to use uh, near-death experience for everything either. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't want to do that. I didn't touch any of the gobble guns because I read on the, uh, on the, like, just the listing on the community thing. Yeah. On the community page, it said, uh, try best you don't use the gobble guns. Apparently, they're buggy. Oh, well. So I, I didn't I didn't use any of the gobble gums when I played. I didn't have a problem. I used them every time. And head trauma, because I remember Alexa was always like, dude, this is the best gobble gum. Holy crap. G getting a chance to basically test uh, these boss fights is awesome. I love how yeah. it could. This would have been an amazing tool to use before EE for C. These, oh, I thought about that. This oh. would be because it, it wanted. It's just practice. Yes. You you cannot practice boss fights in a traditional sense mm -hmm. because you also are practicing the easter egg at the same time so yes. you've got to go through 20 to 30 minutes of an easter egg just to get one practice round of Ugh. the boss fight but with this mod you can get a team together and run run one boss fight in like five minutes it's super easy mm -hmm. and i could only imagine this came out when bo3 was at its height, the amount of streams and challenges where there'll be like the the no perks because you have no perks in there or swords only. Because I saw GK yeah. with all the swords lined up and having near death experience and swords. And there, there's again this yeah. this fun of giving I've, tools to players to play a bazillion different ways that I mm -hmm. feel like you could you was could the spirit. This. this was like the mutation. The spirit of mutations is in here, right? This is what Treyarch mm -hmm. tried to give players but didn't quite hit the mark. Yeah. And I think I think there's a really there's something going on visually mm -hmm. that helps it hit the mark. Sure. Um, where with with mutations, you're kind of in a menu, and things are broken off into sub menus. Mm -hmm. And as a result, you don't visually see all of your options. Mm -hmm. But in this mode, you spawn into the room, and you see in front of you. 50 different options awesome and I, I think there's something actually really going on visually mm -hmm. that makes it much easier to uh to kind of get a sense of than when everything's obfuscated behind five different menus yes and you're not even in the you're not even in the map yet i mean take another step further with that too how nice was it when you were doing pack-a-punch and you didn't have to wait for pack-a-punch you just pack-a-punch it for oh, you instantly yeah, yeah. I, I Super mean easy. it just everything everything about it just got you in the game mode did you do the spider queen fight as well no, I didn't. I saw that option, but yep. I wanted to just jump into the G to the Zet boss. Fight. I did Zet first, and then I did the Spider Queen, uh, and then Spider Queen actually brings you right back to Zet, so you could do the boss fight immediately after, which I, I, which is nice. So I I didn't understand the purpose of the Spider of doing. Was it just so that if you just wanted to do the boss fight? Yep. Or because because yep. I'm like, well, the only thing I'd get out of this is what is wine, but I can just go and grab the perks. So yeah, I didn't think about that. To yep. me, it was just like, I'm not sure what the point of this is. It was just to give you a chance to truly fight all the bosses. I like the touch and, uh, and did this happen with you? When you start the boss fight, they, it triggers a doppelganger Easter egg? No, I didn't. What? I didn't notice that. No? That's what happened to me. Exactly. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I, I no, started I the fight that. and Nikolai's doppelganger screamed at me to start the fight. I, it was I just showed it on stream and everything too. I, I gotta try it again then. Gotta, yeah, yeah, if you go back on the stream, or I, I actually I'll just bring it back so I can get it. I beat it. So when does it start the fight here? I'll show I'm you. I'm watching the fight on your on your end, but maybe I just. 
Okay, so here it starts. Do I have it? Yep, there's the... I get jumped right there. Is it right as you jump in? So, no, no, no. So here I am. I'm setting up. And then I go to fight Takio. Nothing's happening. I turn around and then I get jump scared. I wonder if I naturally triggered it. I don't know how you yeah, would do I, that. I didn't get this. Uh, oh, I, I thought I, that was such I a cool like... feature if that is a thing. Because I think that's a nice touch to be like, they're really giving you all these features in these maps, even though the golden bucket's not in here. You just see how loaded these things were full of content. Mm -hmm. right, well. I'm not, I'm trying to, I'm skimming through trying to find it. I'm not seeing oh, it. Oh, if you just go um, latest. I, I, I went back and forth three times with it already on the latest of the stream. I see you're watching the cutscene right now. Okay, so once the stream catches up just past that, I replay the, the jump scare three or four times. Wow, that's okay. way behind. I'll just do uh, it one yeah, more time. Then I'll just leave it open and yep. let this roll. Cool. Um, so but, so here's site. what I found kind of... Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that cool, though? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't experience that. Oh, darn it. All right, I got to check that out later again. Uh, but so... I, I want to talk about the difference between actually the Z boss fight and sure. the GK boss fight. Sure. I have a theory. Okay. Uh, so... Here's my suspicion. Okay. Zet has a Zeta has the most basic boss fight. It's really just a room. Yep. With all the enemies that they have, and then occasionally a few vines come down. Like even yeah. the model of like Nikolai as a or Takio, Takio as mm -hmm. like a monster, mm -hmm. it's pretty static and doesn't do much. Yes. And I think they intentionally cut corners on this Easter egg. Mm -hmm. one because they were already trying out a bunch of new things like we've already heard from them yep. that like this map was very much a testing ground for and we were building for the future on this map yes um and they knew looking ahead they were going to have a massive epic boss fight in gk with a mech robot and a dragon mm -hmm. in a very large arena and said to themselves this boss fight needs to be basic so that the next boss fight can be amazing yep that's my theory. And I never really noticed that until I played them one after another in succession. I mean, to me, I, I feel like they're budgeting for boss fights. All of it went to GK, man. This was yeah. their 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 like, best so boss you, fight. Even though I don't like the mechs, scale? the contact story, all that be damned. Let's just talk boss fight. The scale yeah. of this boss fight is the biggest by far. I mean, you got two enemies. If we yeah. if we were to high, if we were to rank the boss fights in terms of scale and mm -hmm. epicness, GK's at the top. Mm -hmm. DE, yeah. Rev, yep. Shadows, Zet. Yep, I'm with you on that. Uh, it's like GK's GK's boss fight is on an absolute different level. Mm -hmm. uh, and G and meanwhile, like Revs is kind of just a step up from the shadows easter egg yeah which is fascinating yeah yeah go ahead well so what i what i actually kind of appreciated mm -hmm. was that um and i again this is something i didn't notice till i was really sitting down and just playing them all one after another mm -hmm. it makes sense that the rev easter egg is much like the shadows easter egg because mm -hmm. you're again fighting the um shadow man the shadow man and they have very similar mechanics where like he gets shot by the beam yep now the, be the beam is triggered differently in this fight mm -hmm. but then his shields are down and you can shoot him and you want to shoot him till he backs up into the thing sure and then you trigger the button mm -hmm. uh i never noticed how similar they were and how fitting that is until i played them one after another 
Nice. Yeah, no, I very much did recognize that only because I ran them probably more than you, like because of all the times I did the EE for C stuff and just I love doing Easter egg completions. Well, you, you probably, like to me, I had to, for a few of them, I had to, I had to look up guides on how to. No. Yeah. Oh, no. No. I what it was i had i had general ideas like i i knew generally how to beat the shadows and yeah how to beat um i de i didn't need a guide for um zet i actually i didn't know what i was doing for zet but i figured it out along the way mm -hmm. yeah you have to have the kt uh, upgrade or you're screwed gk i i knew what was going on in gk but i didn't quite know how to do it mm -hmm. so i quickly looked up a video for that one and i would just watch it i would skim through it I get reminded and then jump into the boss fight. I kept forgetting how to pull out the shield. I don't know why. I couldn't remember it was down on D-pad. Like, is, did, did they change too, it, right? Would... They must have changed it then. I couldn't remember. Every time I went to take out the shield, I was hitting like R1 or something. I'm like, shit, that's not I right. That that's not right. Also, speaking of the shield, the GK GK boss fight was killing me because I kept breaking my shield. Oh, really that'll do it. That'll I'd do get it. like through two stages of the dragon, my shield would be gone and mm -hmm. I'd be fucked oh man well head trauma man i'm telling you it does like max damage on anything you hit and if you as long as you have a bullet weapon using the rpk and de yeah, or um i would run the rpk oh. and usually whatever wonder weapon you had it just I was destroys avoiding, yeah i was avoiding mule kick though because there were a few instances where like the weapon i needed was my mule kick weapon yep and then i would go down like I lost, uh, I lost my bows through that, and I'm oh. like, okay, we're just not grabbing mule kick again. And did like, you? Well, what what weapons did you take did into you, the yeah. DE boss fight? DE boss yeah. fight. I brought in, uh, I brought in, I brought haymaker and the bow. Dude, um, you do uh, XM XM one shots the the keeper during the when he's vulnerable. Well, I, I so so here's here actually where I wasn't positive uh-huh um i thought you have to use the bows on the keeper nope that's why i think this thing is awesome because you can test so much stuff oh like i always just assume you needed the bow nope. for the keepers no nope. um, if you watch pizza's every challenges every time, we, every time we played we yep. would just load them up with with arrows from the bow because in speed runs it doesn't make sense to be hitting the box to try and uh get an xm which will one hit yeah. um keep your pistols is super dangerous but they're also super effective too and some people use that as strategies as well during e for c just to spam the pistols because that does a lot of damage as well it one hits them twice and then you need two or four shots to get them on the final spin every time i'll get them first first go i'll never have an instance where i don't deal enough damage mm -hmm. um and head trauma uh, destroys the soldats yeah. with the rpk not even close Oh, I knew I knew head trauma would be good for it, but mm -hmm. I was trying to not use the gobble gums because I thought they were broken. Mm -hmm. Maybe they weren't, but I, I I remember reading a note on the uh, just like I'm sure some of them the are. I'm sure some saying of them like are. Uh, be careful with the gobble gums. Some of them aren't working well. So I was like, okay, I don't want to break anything. I just won't touch them. Mm -hmm. uh, but oh, see, yeah. I, so so like I said, I lost my bow because I was like I mm -hmm. had a, it was my mule cooked weapon. And yep. I'm like, well, not that again, mm -hmm. uh, because I had thought that the bows were the only way to kill them. Mm -hmm. So nope. so when I lost my bow, I just killed myself and restarted. Because I'm like, well, there's no sense now. I can't beat it. <laughs> nice. I, uh... I was so rusty, man. Even watching some of the boss fights back now, too. It was really cool to see me start to get back in the hang of things and really feeling that, oh, yeah, this is why we like zombies. This stuff was super fun, man. Those boss fights were great. And because you were learning things. Like, you just learned that. Um, There's multiple times I felt like I was learning more and more things about the boss fights, the mechanics, and how they worked, how I could adjust my strategies for it or make it harder for fun. 
ah oh, man this mod really did so much for me it's enjoying a really interesting it tool it's, yeah it's not just a way to beat the bosses really yep. easily but it's also a way to learn the game in ways you never could before because absolutely who's gonna who's gonna spend time researching different mechanics in boss fights when it takes you 30 minutes just to get to it right and a team more people Think about classic gobblegums, even though they might not be stable right now. People can easily jump into every boss fight and test every gobblegum now to see what's the most effective gobblegum. So they might have been like, this yeah. probably doesn't work. And then they try and they go, holy... Um, and generally, the, the, the matches are pretty short. Less than, yeah. less than 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, dude. Rev can be done in and like two minutes. Are, some of them are really fast, yeah. Rev really gets rid of all the middle steps of like... There was the... the which is one of my favorite parts, but the boss fight like medium the halfway point in the rev easter egg where you fight the margwas and you read the book and you click things into place and you're dodging the elemental attacks uh that's not present you don't have to worry about that oh i love how all the masks are unlocked how awesome was that yeah. loved it mm -hmm. i can't believe masks didn't come into black ops 4 that was like so surefire zet set up these things like the golden bucket the uh the imprints, masks, weapon modifications, all these things forward, forward, like the first, this gas mask, then the, the percentage modifiers to your characters. And then Black Ops 4 did nothing with any of that stuff. There was so yeah. much potential. I loved it. Oh. I don't know. But it was a lot of fun, and Rev was the biggest bitch and a half to, to beat. I like, though, in Rev, all the windows. Rev can traditionally be done in solo, right? Yes. Everything can be done solo except Shao's Vivo. Thanks for reminding me that I loved how you could do it solo, the rails. Did you do that? Did you finish the Easter egg? Wait, what? You could do it solo completely. So you. Which one? Uh, Shadows of Evil. Yeah, yeah. No, I did the Shadow. I didn't beat it. I couldn't beat it. Oh, well, I, I died I near, like five times. I near death that because that was the first one I jumped into and I wanted to feel it out and get gameplay. And then I got stronger. Yeah, well, stronger. I, played, I, played them all, I played them all in order. Mm -hmm. I gave each one about four or five tries. Sure. Um, or I tried to beat it. Mm -hmm. um, and Shadows, Shadows for me is just, I just, I needed a per I needed an extra person. Yep. Um, because I was having a hard time. I was, I found myself in a balance of like, okay, so I would, I'd run through and I'd activate each keeper. Yep. Um, and that was also kind of annoying because if you weren't fast enough, some of them would put their sword down. Yeah. He's knocking it down. There's actually a timer to that mechanic where yeah. he raises his arm and knocks him down. I forgot about that. And the, I yeah, kept so happening. I, well, cause, cause when we always played it, we had four people and we yep. just hit it at once. Instantly. And everybody yep. had a keeper. Yep. Um, but you don't notice it until you actually have to run around and do it yourself, mm -hmm. uh, all four of them. And if you're not fast enough, he knocks them down. So I got to do that. Mm -hmm. I also got to make sure there's not many zombies. So I'll throw a monkey bomb and then try to shoot him until he's over. Mm -hmm. But usually the monkey bomb isn't Arnie's. enough time. Oh, yeah, the Arnie's. Mm -hmm. But so then I have to throw a second Arnie. And then that takes a little bit of time. And if you're not quite fast enough mm -hmm. and you also just don't have enough space... I found it really difficult to keep shooting him, yep. avoiding zombies, and also being present at the book to like yep. hit the button. Or there's uh, not the book, but the uh, the summoning key. Yep. No, it, it so is can, definitely can, a challenge. I, like, Sh Shadows has generally been, in my head, one of the easier boss fights, mm -hmm. but not in solo. No. Um. I, you got to have the Marzagua, period. Because yeah. what I would do, throw Arnie, then you Marzagua behind you, and that takes a little longer and takes heat off you. And then you can um, just try and focus on shooting him as fast as possible. I think if you play mouse and controller, it's so much, or keyboard and mouse, oh my God, I combined the two, um, it's so much faster. 
oh my god, you just blow through it in a way because the rate at which you can accurately shoot and move it seems like a complete equalizer for for solo to me once i was able to uh do that in the rev mm. boss fight it was like pfft, yeah no this is this is easy town but for like using controller oh my god it was so freaking hard yeah i was going controller yep, i'm not same. comfortable enough with keyboard and mouse i wouldn't i don't think i would be able to survive i don't i've slowly gotten it over the years not as well as controller I, no I'm I, still well, best. I used to be mm -hmm. i used to be and then once i like when I first got my PC, I was keyboard and mouse and mm -hmm. I was probably keyboard and mouse for about two years. And then mm -hmm. um, I got a wired controller and there's there was just a comfort to the wired controller where it's like I don't have to be upright on my computer or I can hang back a little. And I mm -hmm. would always just go keep I would yep. always go controller, never keyboard and mouse. Mm hmm. I wonder what something one game on PC got me to use keyboard and mouse and I forced myself because I believe we talked about this when you brought that up on the podcast. Someone said I relax and do keyboard and mouse all the time. So I, I like literally forced myself to be like, all right, just be like we're this. playing. Yep. And, and, and I got a little better. I'm marginally better. I'm not great at it. And a lot of the game nights, actually, when I played a lot of the um, like Snowa Sacrifice and uh, or Plague Tale. Those are also reinforced all that. Um, I have at times played PC games, keyboard and mouse, mm -hmm. like not games that aren't Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, but Call of Duty, for whatever reason, I'm just I mean, burned to keyboard and mouse. We, I mean, we grew up on controller with Call of Duty, so it's, it's yeah. pretty reasonable. And it's also, I'm often jumping back and forth between PS4 and PC. Yeah. So I stick to one input mode. Yeah, it's it, it makes sense. Um, I do want to point out, because I don't think we said or I didn't make it very clear that in Shadows of Evil, once you beat part of the Shadow Man, you can, the tracks freeze when you zap them, they stay on and then you can complete the rest of the Easter egg and get the Richtofen cutscene and continue the playing game like normal uh, as he fixed the error that solo, you need to have four players to zap everything. He fixed that. All he did was just change something in the function that kept it on. So you saw that in my gameplay. Maybe not you right now, John, but the viewers already saw that in the gameplay, which I just thought was like such an easy one rule fix to get people in there. And John, the amount of times after you beat a fight and you can just play the game like normal, it's so refreshing. It's so terrific. Ending the game is such a mistake to not let players like reap the rewards of these long ass Easter egg quests and these boss fights. It's so nice after you beat it, just to run around the map like normal afterwards. I found I it imagine. so, so nice. And even peaceful before we jumped into the boss fights, like revelations was really cool because you can just walk the whole map and it's just quiet. So anybody that doesn't really want to get into no clipping, it doesn't really understand it. They can easily go to the steam store, install this mod and have a chance to just walk around the map with no zombies. And I think that would be a really cool, um, experience Bro, what, is your, what is your field of view oh is it close or far i don't know i Nikolai's don't know either just look, i am just i'm watching it and you got to the scene where nikolai oh yeah it, it, yeah it looks super wonky yeah looks, yeah yeah it looks unnatural <laughs> so weird it must be really far then um yeah i think so but oh yeah this is also i beat it and died at the exact same time that was cool that was a hell of a time right there uh as i was going through all the maps but uh, I, I, ha I have nothing but really good things to say about this game mode and this mod. It's something I really wish you could do in the original uh, Treyarch game because the amount of fun you have by not going through all those steps cannot be understated how helpful it is to you as a player. I'm going to probably jump to uh, some of the rev fights because the rev ones were 
uh, brutal. And Sophia yelling at you also was like, oh, I remember why I don't like Rev. Because at first I was like, I like this. And then she's just bitching at you to get in the fight. I'm like, oh, this fucking map, man. This god darn map. But I couldn't I couldn't beat the Rev one either. Or, yeah, Rev. Uh, that one. I that one pain. I was really bad at. That one I would die a lot, really mm -hmm. frequently. I died I a bunch too. The, I would charge up the summoning key, and I'd always, I'd always die. Um, either as I was trying to get the summoning key to Sophia, mm -hmm. or as I'm shooting the Shadow Man, I would like throw down an Arnie, and then once the Arnies ran out, I wouldn't have time to also shoot the Shadow Man uh, and throw another one down. What was your just, what was your protection just, method? Just Arnies. Yeah. DGs. Put the GGs, DGs down and you're good. Well, no, I, I did think about that strategy and mm -hmm. I tried that once. Um, just that, that did pop into my mind. I'm like, okay, I could throw the DGs down. Yep. Then throw an Arnie and then maybe a Marzagwa, but I didn't want the Marzagwa because I wanted the Thunder Gun because I thought that would get me out of trickier situations and I wasn't mm -hmm. running Mule Kick because I didn't want to depend on weapons that I could lose uh, if I go down. I had, to, I had to get rid of Mule Kick because the switching wasn't fast enough for the shooting. Yeah, well, that, that was exactly, yeah, I didn't want Mule Kick. Um, so I was I was choosing between the I was choosing between the uh, the Thunder Gun and the Marzagua, mm -hmm. and I'm like the Marzagua just I think the or the Thunder Gun just seems like it would get me out of trouble more. Mm -hmm. And as a lesser zombies player, I'm in trouble more. <laughs> uh, Marzagua is the better take. It's probably one of the most overpowered winter weapons by far. Uh, it mm -hmm. even stops uh, Marguas and stuff like that. But you also weren't running uh, head trauma. So that's a huge difference in yeah. in playing those games. I, I would suggest you try running through it again for fun with some of the gobble comes on and to see how that goes i think you'll have an even more fun time seeing how you annihilate the bosses because those are the biggest trouble mark was were a pain in the ass in revelations for me i because they just hide their heads and i'm trying to do it as fast as possible and it's just like i had to slow things down um did you notice pc did you, had you play with frames uncapped on pc Nah, my PC's not good enough for that. Holy shit, are some, I think things are bound to your frames. When I'm running around as the uh, Margwa, the, no, the evil, the beast, what do they call it when you go into your Apothecan form in Shadows of Evil? I don't remember it anymore. Uh, sure. But oh, I'm flying, man. I am moving so fast. And when you do the uh, gobble gum machine, the thing's just blinking every frame. So it's like... I'm like, oh, oh, God. After Shadows of Evil, when you beat it, you can go and just go to the machines normally. And I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? So that was, it was just cool. I was learning so much in this mod, and I think that's why I liked it so much. Um, I think I got that, got that. I'm running through my list of all my notes now. Uh, uh, do you have any other oh, I was, things? I wanted to, I, want, I was curious if you could rank them on difficulty. Oh, sure. I'm going to go... I'm going to say, this is just based off my solo experience. Yeah. Rev yes. is the hardest. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Shadows. Mm -hmm. Shadows is not hard because it's hard to survive, but mm -hmm. hard because it's a lot to do just by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to go GK. Yep. DE. Yep. Rev. Zet. 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 You said Rev twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zet. I meant Zet. Yeah. 100%. Zet, Stupid easy. Yeah. GK GK's just long. They can trip you, you up know, in GK. You can make a mistake. GK they throw a lot at you, but mm -hmm. they also give you a lot of tools. Yes. Yes, very much so. Rev uh the or DE, the hardest part I found actually about DE mm -hmm. was just like building up the meter for my DGs. I found out with head trauma and just using a number number gun a normal gun, 
instantly. Don't use your bows. It just yeah. fills it up. Yeah, well, I was I was using a normal gun, and I, I knew the normal gun was faster. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't using head trauma. But I found I wasn't always able to get it in a single cycle. Uh -huh. So I would have to I'd have to hide behind the pole, yep. throw down a monkey, defend myself a little. Like I had a couple downs of me just hiding behind the pole because it took longer than it. That makes sense. Uh, to hang out behind one little stationary platform. And then then it's an ammo problem comes into play. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. I was I was being I mean I knew I'd get a max ammo after every cycle, so I didn't have to be super conservative, but I had to be a little bit of mind, little mindful. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thomas Merrill just or Merrill just said my first time in the red boss fight. I had thunder gun, apothecary servant, and as my main guns, the dingo as my third. I went down. And it was literally impossible to beat it. Yeah, I mean you got to hit him with the Marzago or the thunder gun, and thunder gun doesn't hit him well at all. That sounds impossible to beat him. Oof. Yeah, I'm wa so I'm watching you do the uh, the rev Easter egg. Oh, now. I'm gonna yeah, I and I, I lose I so it. many times. I see it though with the. Um... Head trauma with the PC and mouse, though. Why it's so useful? I'm mm -hmm. watching the way I'm watching you move. Oh, well, I don't think I'm using PC and mouse yet. Um, at the last oh. fight, I'll zoom ahead to the one I win, and, oh, well, and I'll show you the difference. You, I was I was watching you shoot the uh, shoot the shadow man. It just looked like you were just blinking onto him. That, that was controller. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, really so I'll, I'll show you. Um, oh, because your movement was like on point. Thank you. Oh, hey, you know, that feels good. But let me show you. I, I'm on keyboard now for the final run here. It is. You got to be perfect on the first time. His timer gets longer, I I believe, for how much time you have to shoot him, depending on how many times you fail. And the first time is just miserable. I, I, yeah, well, I, I would notice that his timer is super fucking short. And the the first time, I, I don't know if it's possible if you can get him a, a one cycle. I would, I'd love to know. I bet someone has gotten him one cycle, but it's just like, can you do it in multiplayer? Yes, you absolutely can yeah, do it in multiplayer. Think, yeah, multiplayer, but solo. But solo, I, I just, I, I was struggling with it. But after this next bout here, um, it you're gonna be behind a little bit. But once I get, I fail the first time, second time I get it, no problem. Like, I have plenty of time to do it. But I burned my DGs, so I actually do it without the DGs. Interesting fight. I had times where I burned through all four of the charges for the summoning key because I just couldn't get them. And I was just getting pissed, and I just was restarting because I'm like, God damn it! I gotta get if this! You burn through all four charges. What happens? It just resets. It's all four again. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, but I would never last that long. <laughs> well, th with me, the problem uh, I was having was I was getting tired. It was like 12.30, and I wanted to make sure I had gameplay for Sombros today. And I was like, I'm not. I got to beat it. I got to beat it. I refuse to go to bed till I beat it. And uh, yeah. yeah, here we go. I believe this is the the winning run. I decided not to zoom in, and that was just easyville for being able to, to get the win. And yeah, there it that is. But without having weapon kits, that really does change up too how you approach the rev and the Shadows of Evil boss fight. Because having extended mags and having sights and having stuff to like steady aim, yeah. all that stuff helps you or whatever it does for the bolt spread. It really does make a difference. I think you take head trauma off, you take dead shot off that because you can just have dead shot plus all the other perks. You make this way harder. You can make this a super challenge mode, which I think is really yeah. cool. And, and and you have that option because you're going in there. You can limit what you bring into the boss. Oh, it's head drama? Okay, boss man. There you go. I forgot. No one corrected me, so good on you. Head drama. The players, the players absolutely have that option Yeah, where they can, can bring in everything. Yeah, and have fun. They can bring in nothing. Yeah. It's great. Mm -hmm. I think this is one of the, uh, the most interesting mods I've seen in Black Ops 3. That's not a custom map. 
Mm-hmm. And Pale, wanna... Pale Fry says rev boss fight hard uh, in the sense of just what we're talking in this boss rush mode. Yeah. It, it's it's clearly the hardest one if we're, that's the ones we're dying the most or didn't finish. Like, without doubt. The other ones, I was, was trivial to me. I beat all the other ones without downs. Uh, well, I beat DE without a down, Zet without a down. Uh, GK, I was just sloppy. I forgot how to pull up the shield, and that's why I died. Um, and But Rev and Shadows were clearly giving me trouble with the timing of it all. Because you have to be shooting, dealing with zombies, and pressing square at the same time. That And that's if you're good at that, then yeah, it's going to be just as trivial as all the other ones. Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Corlesa. For making the mod yes that was my last thing creator corlesa i wanted to make sure i linked it in the description if you want to download the mod yourself it is in the description of this video mm -hmm. awesome all right really good. donations and topic time yeah uh, uh so we'll jump over into topic time right now yeah uh so uh cheese puff says how do y'all like your eggs cooked i don't eat eggs anymore Apparently, those are one of the things that upset my stomach. So I lost. I love eggs, but I don't eat them anymore. Hmm. I did I, like um, them cooked uh, omelet. So, or I guess uh, sunny side up. Those are my two favorites. I go sunny side up, mm -hmm. uh, but I will often go scrambled because it's easier and I yeah. can just mix in a bunch of shit. And yep. So suddenly it's more filling. Yep. Or make a sandwich out of it. No. That's always good. Yeah, it's easier. It's easier to make like. I find that like I can make scrambled eggs and I can throw in a few size like spices and make it throw in a few like things that are good and uh just easier uh description has it. numbers instead of a link to the mod let me double check that yeah i noticed that too what, I was curious what the numbers were. uh sweet and lo-fi says do you think a reboot of the storyline in 2020 would be refreshing or milking a dead horse i think a reboot is refreshing because it's a clean slate what the um fuck? While Reed's, going, while Reed's working on that, I'll just give my thoughts. I think a reboot would be more refreshing than milking a dead horse because it's characters we like and we already know. I mean, they are kind of rehashing something that they've been doing for 10 years. But, you know, you could put a new, fresh perspective on the zombie storyline. So I think a reboot isn't a terrible idea. I'm totally... I'm not... I'm not... Uh, I'm not out on chaos. Like, I think they could still continue chaos. Mm. left it on an interesting note after... Uh, after Ancient Evil. But I'm not entirely opposed to a reboot. Yeah, I don't know. I just have an open mind. BO4 was such a letdown and so disappointing that, I mean, I, I, I have no love for that game, man. I mean, I, I have, I have love and appreciation for what the developers did. A lot of the chaos stuff was really cool. I guess no love is not true, but I don't have the love I have for like BO3 or previous Black Ops games. Something about it didn't click with me, and that's that's it. It's just all you're gonna can happen. It's all that's gonna come from that. Anyway, AHL's favorite zombie game besides COD Zombies. Last of Us. I'm gonna say Minecraft. Resident Evil Two. <laughs> Those are probably the two favorites of mine. Last of Us and Resident Evil Two. I guess Last of Us they might not have zombies, but mm -hmm. there you go. Uh, Captain Murphy says, FYI, you can throw a Shadow Man on the first cycle, throw a little Arnie, use a Death Machine gobble gun, and oh, yep. beat in 10 seconds. Yep. I've done it many times. Yep, myself. that's true. I That's true. That's right. That's another uh, method. Yep, yep. He also says, have you ever seen, have you seen El Camino yet? What'd you think? FYI, there's a tiny clue dropped at the end of the movie that no one has mentioned in any reviews. It's a big thing because it's the reason for the movie being made. What? Um, what was the clue? 
Did you just not I'm say not it? I'm not sure he didn't say what the clue was. How could you do that? It's in a, it's in a final flashback, apparently. Um, I, I saw it. Camino yeah, I thought it was I good. If you're, uh, it's a movie that doesn't need to be made. Yeah. It's also at times feels a little bit of a nothing movie. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. Like, this is something where it's like we wanted to revisit a character we liked. It's like have, hearing it's people good... complain about it just like, so you'd rather it never be made? Like, grow up yeah. like a bunch like of I, artists got together and be like you know i really want to make something cool it's like that's this is it's you could argue it's like filler basically for character development or whatever but it's like yeah that's fun that's great i don't know i, I like to find to the universe but i'm not a hardcore breaking bad person so you know yeah reform it to zombies or game of thrones probably i have a different opinion of it but to me it was like this is without, more good what's wrong with more good without spoiling it yeah you could kind of assume yes. how El Camino ends Absolutely. and how things would have gone on after Breaking Bad. Yeah. You know? So it's like you didn't actually need to fill out all of that expository detail. Mm -hmm. But it was done well enough, and I enjoyed revisiting these characters that I really liked four years ago. Yeah. Jesse was Jesse was my favorite part of Breaking Bad, so I didn't mind it. Um it was all like extra details, but it was it was done well enough mm -hmm. and really with a lot of respect towards the original series that I thought it was good. Mm -hmm. Did you see the alternate ending? Uh, not that they made one, but the, he discussed it in his girlfriend, I believe, in Skilligan made him be like, no, you can't. You can't do that to Jesse. Like you should Google his articles. I forgot what it was now, but it, I, I know it was something because I don't want to spoil which way it goes either for the viewers. So I'll be ambiguous. But it was it was interesting to be like, oh, that was a possible approach. Now I get why people would be like, oh, that's why you wanted to make this movie because he did end up changing the the ending of the movie. Uh, I didn't know that. But I think um, I'm glad he did. Article, to be honest I'll, with you, I found an article, but I'll read it after. Yeah, the yeah. Fact. I, I was so disappointed. I logged onto the Reddit and everyone was complaining about the movie and just like the movie Reddit or the Breaking Bad Reddit. I'm just like. Reddit just complains about things they like. I'm like, I was hoping to see some cool discussion about things I might have missed in the movie, and they're just bitching like, it's not necessary. It wasn't very good. I was hoping for more Breaking Bad, like, information. I'm like, I, I thought you guys were supposed to like this stuff. What the fuck? I don't know. I was... I'm disappointed by how fandoms can get so angry about something as clean as El Camino was just a more it was just a fun more movie you get more stuff yay get to enjoy it a little longer otherwise breaking bad's over for good exactly um i, I did find it funny though how much weight todd gained in between breaking bad and El yeah Camino. yeah and i was like I, I did double take i'm like what happened to young matt damon <laughs> yeah young blonde matt damon uh Dr. Minty asks, are you excited for Rick and Morty to return tonight? I don't know um, about excited. I haven't been following it. And I'm I'll still, watch it. I think I'll watch it tonight. Uh, I don't I know if I'm really excited. Premiere, but I'll watch it. I probably have nothing better to do tonight, so I'll just probably have it on. Mm -hmm. uh, in uh, Magna Collider 15 says, if given the choice in any Trag Zombies map, would you take a secondary grenade, Arnie's, or Homunculus? Secondary grenade, Arnie's, or Homunculus? I'm gonna go Arnie's. Arnie's really? Well, Arnie's yeah. pretty good in that sense. There's yeah. a custom map hotel I loved, which was the like Harvey Yena bombs. Those were like the greatest secondary equipment weapons they ever put into zombies I've ever experienced. They were so amazing. Um, they were basically the Scavenger C4, and that was so cool. 
but that's not what he asked. And I apologize for completely deflecting there. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's other, there's been other good equipment I can't think of right now. I'll go with Arnie's too. I do think Arnie's are better than Homunculus, even though Homunculus is fun, little dance he does. But well, I, th- I feel I like there's something better. Or homun- which one do you want? No, I think the question is, uh, which one do you want, Arnie's or Homunculus? Oh, that's the question. I my apologies. I thought I was like this, this, or any of the others. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, I, I just that's why I was a little confused by the question. Once I read it a second time, I understood it now. Oh, then yeah. Even though I despise tentacles, Arnie's just seem uh good i don't know i like them mm-hmm. they work well in the game where homunculus doesn't really i don't have enough exposure with the homunculus probably didn't play enough black ops to build a bond bo4 uh have you played sweet and lo-fi ass have you played death standing yet death stranding no i plan death to stranding, yeah, i've heard some pretty mixed things and i feel like uh that'll be a good video to cut there's a mechanic that i don't really i don't think it's too big a spoiler uh but your controller cries and you have to get the controller to stop crying a lot in the game, which sounds awful and probably will annoy the shit out of me. And I feel like I could make some funny videos out of it. So I feel a little, speaking of, yeah, speaking of working Morty, though, uh, they did an advertisement for death stranding. Oh, really? Um, in which it's like Morty was the character with, I guess the baby thing attached to it. Yeah. I'm like, they're walking in the world and they're like, they're like, what is Morty's like, what is this baby thing attached to me? And Rick's like, I don't know. Let's eat it. Oh, he's like, we can't eat a baby and then rick's like yeah but what if it gives us a cool power it makes us run faster and the morty's like okay we'll eat the baby <laughs> that's great um awesome yeah but that uh that wraps it up for topic time thank you to awesome. patrons who support the show and submit topics thank you absolutely david kirk donates again consistently week after week david thank you for coming out to the zombros show i'm getting a switch light around christmas excuse me what games do you recommend i get first Great show today. The fantasy zombie boxing booking was good fun. And I... Why? Why does it always crop in such a strange way? Uh, Good fun, and I shall check out this mod and see what I think. Awesome. That's great. Send all of our love to uh, Corliza? Corliza? Is that how you say it? K-O-R-L-E-S-A? I thought it was Corlesa, but I... Corlesa. Corlesa sounds better to me. Corlesa, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of the, the room... Lisa, you're tearing me apart. Sorry. Um, I would recommend Smash Ultimate. It's an excellent game. I heard Mario Tennis, the new Mario Parties, all good games. Legend of Zelda is a can't miss. It's one of the best games ever made by many people. Um, I didn't fall in love with it, but it's still an excellent game. Uh, Odyssey. Super Mario Odyssey. uh, Odyssey, Ultimate, Breath of the Wild, I think, are the three standards. Yes. Um fun cheap puzzle game snipper clips Ooh. Did you play snipper clips no but that sounds great i love puzzle uh, games it's a it's a it's a puzzle game where um you're two basically shapes mm-hmm. that are shaped like the joy cons uh-huh each joy con controls an individual shape so it's a game you can play with a friend or you can just play it by yourself controlling both at the same time yep and you have to and so when one when they overlap mm-hmm. you can cut you can cut different bits out of them. So you can, so these two. Oh, I got it now. I got the puzzle now. Yep. Yep. These two shapes can cut each other apart into other shapes. Mm -hmm. And you use that to make other shapes to solve puzzles. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, that's cool. It's a really fun little simple puzzle game. Um, I enjoyed that. Uh, Let's see. What are other like off the beaten track games? 
Um, a Mario Kart, of course. That's yeah, the yeah, Mario Kart. Like, 8. Honestly, any any Nintendo first party game, pretty good. I wonder if they improved the Olympics. Have. I played the Wii like 2008 Beijing Olympics, and I never picked up another Mario Sonic Olympic games because it was such crap. Yeah, I had that, and I hardly played it. So um, bad. Mario Maker, of course. Yep. Um, oh yeah, of course. For, Mario Maker Two was I'm excellent. For Sword, and, Pokemon Sword and Shield, that looks really mm-hmm. good. Fire Emblem. Uh, if you like Civ, they have Civ Six yep. on uh, the Switch. That that's been fun. Yep, I want to try out um, Fire Emblem because they have these like tactics, and I've I've always loved their like RTS uh, tactic battle stuff, and you get to see like turn based RPG fighting. That's something Donkey hates, and something I've grown to like over like time. I I don't know why. I've totally re- it works for me. It works for me in Pokemon, but not other games. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't like Pokemon. That's funny. I don't like Pokemon that much, um, and I like it in other games. That's weird. That's really weird. Okay, sorry. Oh, I didn't know this. Enter the Gungeon is on Switch. Ooh, that's a that's good a one. game that you. That's a game that you can get a lot of playthrough out of. Hollow Knight's on the Switch. There's a lot. Mm. Honestly, most Switch games are a hit. You're, you're, yeah. Well, they Switch also takes on so many games too, and I think they're pretty friendly towards indie devs. So just be careful. But uh, Celeste is another big one. Dead Cells. If you start getting into like the indie game of the year stuff, you you have a wide library of very successful games and even raunchy games. The Switch is more raunchy and mature friendly now than Sony. Sony banned boobs basically. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, so and Nintendo's very M friendly for those weird like uh, borderline. They're very questionable dating sim games. <laughs> Put it that way. They're they're it's pretty chill. It's got to be a Japanese culture thing. We just yes. don't understand. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But isn't Sony Japanese too? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. That's I. I think I made the exact same argument, and then I think I, I came to the same conclusion. Anyway, sorry. Let's keep going. Uh, that was great. All right, that was the donation. Martin Perez, I had a free super chat, so here you go. Not letting it go to waste. Well, thank you, Martin. Thank you. Patreon, Mr. Sexy Pizza, using this account for YouTube Premium. Enjoy. Thank you so much. And thanks for supporting the Patreon. Uh, got that. Ricky Hall again, who donated 20 big bucks through the chat here about the boxing. That was fun, man. Maybe we should try and every week have some fantasy competition for zombie YouTubers to try and place. Yeah. <laughs> that might be fun every now and then. And Mr. Drown again coming through. Good day gentlemen. It's good to see you back. The show helps many of us out or at the very least entertains us. So whatever topics you want to discuss, zombies or not, we'll gladly tune in. Zombros must live on. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a good day. Thank you so much Mr. Drown. What a wonderful message to end the show on. Thank you all for coming out. Uh, We will see you in the next Zombros episode. I'm not sure if it'll be next week. Just always prepare Sundays. It's always Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time if we have topics to discuss. We'll let you know on our Twitters and any posts on YouTube or anything like that. We'll keep you updated. Follow, follow us on our Discords. And that's the best way to know if Zombros is coming out. Thank you to all of our wonderful Patreon supporters. All the shows are caught up on Spotify and iTunes. They are up there. 176 episodes. I think it's only 100 at a time, actually. iTunes only stores 100 episodes of podcast, And Spotify works off the same thing. So you only have episodes 178 will be 179 minus 99 other episodes, just as a point of reference. Everything's always archived on YouTube. Anyway, thanks for the support. Thank you for the generous donations. And we'll see you in the next episode of Zombro. Stay safe till we see you then and take care. Bye now. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.